Please turn to 1 Timothy, the book of 1 Timothy. Before I tell you the chapter and the verse, I'm going to start, I'm going to change up what I normally preach. I'm going to start going through the book of 1 Timothy, starting with the first verse and going throughout the entire verse. We're going to see what Paul had to say to Timothy and how it still applies to us now and how it applied then and how it applied now. So if you look in verse chapter 1 and verse 1 of 1 Timothy, it says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope. Unto Timothy, my own son in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. As I besought thee to abide still at Ephesus, when I went into Macedonia, that thou mightest charge some that they, might, that they teach no other doctrine. Neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which minister questions rather than godly edifying, which is in faith. So do. Now the end of the commandment is charity out of a pure heart and of a good conscience and a faith and faith, from which some, having swerved, turn aside unto vain jangling, desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say nor whereof they affirm. But we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners, for unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves of mankind, for men-stealers, for liars, for perjured, perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that this is contrary to sound doctrine, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which is, was committed to my trust. Let's pray. Dearly Father, for today, be this message and give me the words you'd have me to say tonight. And be with everyone here tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So I'm going to be going through the, as I said, I'm going to start going through the book of 1 Timothy, starting with the first verse and going all the way through. So first we see in these 11 verses is Paul's intro in verses 1 and 2. First we see that Paul is writing to Timothy and giving him some instructions and imparting some of his wisdom in, to him. And next we see that Paul considers Timothy to be his, like his own son in the faith, as he says in verse 2. It says, Unto Timothy, my own son in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. Timothy is a young pastor at Ephesus, as we see in verse 3. It says, As I besought thee to abide still at Ephesus. An overview of this whole entire book of 1 Timothy is brought down into three major points. First, we see discipleship in chapter 1, worship in chapter 2, and leadership in chapters 3 and 4. Second, in these verses, we see Paul's charge to Timothy in verses 3 through 7. First, we see that Paul warns Timothy. Back in Timothy's time, there were a lot of false doctrines and teachers around, and Paul is telling him not to give in to those false doctrines and teachings, because this can create confusion, and it even could lead to a divided church. There are still false doctrines and teachings today, such as evolution and other false doctrines, and Paul's warning still applies to us as it did to Timothy. Continue to share the gospel and abstain from false doctrines. In verses 4 and 5, if you look at that, it says, Neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which minister questions rather than godly edifying, which is in faith, so do. Now the end of the commandment is charity out of a pure heart, and of a good conscience, and of faith and faith. I'm going to read that verse back to you in a just different translation in the modern English version. It says, Nor pay attention to fables and endless genealogies, which cause debates rather than godly edifying, which is in faith. And verse 5 says, Now the goal of this command is love from a pure heart 
and from a good conscience and from sincere faith. Verses 4 and 5 say that these fables and all these false doctrines cause debates and arguments instead of godly edifying. Verses 6 and 7 basically say that some have turned away to empty talk or meaningless talk. And they even teach it, but they don't even understand what they're saying. If you look at verses 6 and 7, it says, From which some having swerved, having turned aside to vain jingling, desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say nor whereof they affirm. And Paul is warning Timothy to stay away from these type of people where he was ministering at. It can create confusion and even lead to a divided church if you let, uh, as Paul is saying, if you let false doctrines or teachings uh, come into your church or even if you start following them. It says that in verses 6 and 7, it said that they have turned away to empty talk or meaningless talk, which is basically what the vain jangling is in this verse. And the people are teaching it and putting it into people, but they don't even know what they're actually teaching and supporting. They don't have a clue of what they're doing. The same still applies today. There are a lot of people in this world that teach false doctrines. They swear it is the truth. Take many world famous scientists that state evolution is true. They swear that it, the evolution could be the only way the world came to be. But they don't really understand anything of what they're teaching and they're, they really don't understand at all what they're teaching. And Paul's warning still applies to, Tim, Paul's warning to Timothy still applies to us today. And lastly, we see Paul speaks on the law in verses 8 through 11. First, we see that the law is only good if someone follows it. Look at verse 9 and 10. It says, Knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient... Right, we'll go back to verse 8. It says, But we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully. Knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners for holy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers. And then verse 10 says, For whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine. Paul is telling Timothy that he should still follow the law as we see in verse 8, but he said that the law is made mainly for the lawless and the disobedient, as it says in the beginning of verse 9. And he names some of the things that the law was made for. He doesn't tell Timothy that the law should keep him from witnessing or following the Lord's plan for him. But he does tell him that the law was made to follow. He doesn't say don't witness to any of those types of people either in this passage. We still, he still says that we should follow, witness to any type of person that he, we see. We should not just let... We, he says don't allow any, any of these people to keep you from witnessing to them. And in conclusion, if I could have the song leader and pianist come. Here we see Paul is warning Timothy of false prophets and people that are in this world. The same thing applies to our world today. There are false doctrines and teachings out there in this world. And there are also the same types of people in this passage that we see in the world today. But they still need the love of God as we see. We should now... The, False prophets and teachers, we can, should, as Paul says, don't allow them, don't follow those, don't follow the false prophets and the false doctrines, because as we see, they can lead to divisions. They can lead to, uh, they can lead to chaos in a church if we do let them in.